Welcome to the Effective Engineering Manager podcast. Hello, Slava. It's welcome back. It's your time today. What would you like to talk about? Today, I'd like to talk about how to manage project dependencies in a way that brings results. This is a topic I wanted to cover for some time because it's easy to get wrong. Uh, we are going to define what a dependency is uh, and how to manage your dependencies to ensure that uh, projects you are a part of are delivered on time and with quality. And in the end, we'll provide a checklist that our listeners can use to ensure that their dependencies are always satisfied. This is certainly an, a really interesting topic, and I think certainly one that uh, probably, hopefully all our listeners have, have dealt with at one point or another, um, because we always have dependencies from some other team or individual. So let's dive into it. What are project dependencies and why is having them satisfied important for the overall success of the project? Uh, looks like we are off to a good start. Uh, generally speaking, a project dependency is work that must be completed by your partners for you to be able to start your own work. Having dependencies satisfied is fundamental for the overall project success because if the work that you depend on is late, it increases the risk of your work being late and possibly having a cascading effect on the rest of the project. So uh, having your dependencies to arrive on time and with quality is critical for the timely delivery of the project. Yeah, having your dependencies arrive on time is, is certainly no trivial task and uh, requires a whole lot of things working well kind of under the hood. So from your, from your perspective, what is the most effective way of managing your dependencies? The most important part in managing your dependencies is managing them actively. Managers get that part wrong by managing their dependencies passively. They assume that there is no management work to be done until the work they depend on is done and it's time for their work to begin. The most effective way of managing dependencies is to manage them actively. This means three things. Uh, number one, know your dependencies. This means that to know their schedule, know what is due, when, by whom. When I was an engineer, I used to hate gun charts. Now, as I take on larger and larger projects, a project plan with a gun chart providing a visualization of a project is irreplaceable because it gives an easy to digest understanding of what depends on what. Number two, check in with your dependencies on their status regularly particularly if, if they're meeting a date when the work is due or if uh, their dates are sleeping. The effective way to accomplish this is by setting up meeting invites for yourself on your calendar. The agenda of those meetings must be checking in with your partner who you depend on, on their status. Uh, how you will be checking in depends on uh, what works best for your partner, not for you. The frequency of check-ins depends on how close the uh, check-in date uh, to the time when your work you depend on must be completed. If it's more than a month out, uh, checking in once a month is a reasonable cadence. Uh, starting uh, a month before your partner's deliverable uh, is due, I recommend checking in weekly. Our rules for effective meetings apply to check-in meetings as well. Number three. Manage the schedule slippage of your dependencies actively as well. When it becomes clear that your dependency schedule is slipping 
offer your help to put it back on track and deliver on your offer. If the schedule cannot be put on track, agree with your partner that the slippage needs to be communicated horizontally and vertically and make sure that the new dates and uh, project and program schedules are adjusted accordingly, including your own start and finish dates. It's important that you must be careful not to do the communication work for your partners because this may be perceived as crossing the organizational lines of responsibility. And number four, build working relationships with your partners that you depend on. There will be times when you may have to help your partners to put uh, things back on track. Uh, there may be times when uh, you'll need their help and they need to know that you, need me that you mean well. Uh, the most effective way to accomplish this is to have regular one-on-ones with, with your partners. Uh, the more you depend on each other, uh, the more frequently you should meet. Uh, bi-weekly or uh, weekly cadence is the most effective. Yeah, thank you, Slava, for laying that out. I 100% agree with you, and, and you keep using the term partner, which I think is uh, really the most appropriate term here, uh, because everyone is, I mean, even though they're your dependencies, they're... Um, they are your partners. They're, they're, they're part of the hopefully overall success in getting something done. Um, how would you define um, a partner versus someone that just needs to get a task done? Like, for example, um, if you have a, a dedicated operations team that is, you know, you know works off of trouble tickets or, or uh, service requests uh, to stand up resources, how would you differentiate you know, standing up a new virtual machine or uh, infrastructure component from um, uh, someone who's a, a, a true partner to, this, to your success of what your program or project is? Uh, it's a good question. And uh, I would say that there, there's a very easy way to uh, identify. Number one is the relationship of service. If uh, a team that you depend on is a, a service provider that takes on one-off tasks. Uh, so that's a relationship of a, of a service that which is provided to you. And uh, a good example is, uh, like you mentioned, hey, uh, this I need to stand up this virtual machine or uh, I need someone to come in and fix a, a broken printer, right? That's a relationship of a service and, ser uh, and a service provider and, and being serviced. Uh, true partners are the ones that are an integral part of an overall project flow as, as the work flows through the project. And uh, uh, true partners are the ones that you work on a regular basis. That's, that's how I differentiate partnerships versus uh, service providers, partners versus service providers. And it doesn't mean that you, don't, you cannot be a partner with a service provider. I think the team that helps your print or keeps your printers up and running, you better have good relationships with them <laughs> because at some point you, you may need to pr print something, you know, pronto and uh, you, you better have your printers up and running. Yeah, I think that's a good definition. I, I think, um, you know, saying they're integral and in integral to the success of the project and partners are, are uh, groups or individuals that you work with regularly in the context of maybe the program, I think is, is um, like you said, a really good crisp part of the definition because I think you're right. Sometimes we assume 
we assume our partners would react the same way that a service provider would, right? A serv you know, when you have a service contract, like, oh, okay, I know all I need to do is create a ticket and that will get done. And you sort of take that for granted. But a partner, which could be another development team or uh, it could be an, a business team for that matter, right? If you need data or something like that, um, you, they don't necessarily work as a service organization, right? They're, they're, they're doing this as part of um, a a true partnership towards a common goal. And sometimes that common goal needs to be re, restated often, um, even though you might be working with them regularly. So I think that's a good, that's a good call out. So, so what about uh, configuration when you have a dedicated program management team uh, that is doing project management for the organization, including your own team? Um, how do you work in a context where you have a, a team like that that's, you know, in theory, uh, managing dependencies? Uh, good question. And uh, before I uh, dive uh, into working with the pro program management team and, and getting their support on dependency management, I wanted to extend your previous thought a bit more because as you were speaking, it sort of dawned on me that the, the difference between service, a service provider and a partner can also be easily identified by answering this question whether someone who is helping you uh, can say no to your request or uh, is it a relationship of requests or is it a relationship of relationships because a service provider such as a critical function which is uh, for example IT teams right they are uh, you work with them by request. Here's the work item. You give it to them. They must say yes. Maybe they'll put it in the queue, but they'll, they, they do not have an option to say, hey, my, my, uh, my plate is full. I cannot help today, right? Uh, and when we work with partners, they have their own schedules. They have their own workloads. They have their own roadmaps, right? And having great relationships with your partners is just fundamental to for the successful delivery of projects and programs so that's a sort of a, a you know, sort of a litmus test for uh, service provider versus a partner um, so sh this, shared yeah. responsibility effectively correct and also shared responsibility right you guys you work as a, an integrated team on a sh on a common result service providers are often uh, orthogonal to to the to the project or a program not, again not service providers actually you know sometimes not they're, they're equally important it's just when it comes to actively managing something i really don't think it's a good idea to manage your it team actively right you're going to get in trouble then you're going to drown because they have they service tens of you know thousands and tens of thousands of requests per per month right uh it's just not uh, uh not something that you want to do uh, service providers are managed by different, uh, they're managed by SLAs, uh, SLOs, they're managed by uh, setting up the charters of their uh, uh, managerial behaviors and deliverables. It's a completely different story. We're not touching that today, but it's a, an important distinction. Yes. So yes, so going back to the uh, uh, working with a dedicated program management team. So uh, an experienced and the High high grade high quality program team will provide uh, regular updates 
on the program status. Uh, they will provide uh, regular updates on uh, dependencies and they will alert uh, you if your dependencies are sleeping. And if you receive this level of support, uh, the same the, the same practice still applies uh, the, the practice of uh, uh, managing your dependencies actively because now you are dependent on the program team to manage things for you and uh, you have to work with your program team to get regular updates and uh, alert everyone including yourself when the schedule slippage impacting your own work uh, occurs now uh, what do you do if you cannot get your program team to provide updates on the status of your dependencies? Uh, then uh, you go ahead and switch to managing your dependencies actively. And if your dependencies sleep, uh, work with them on making sure that the program team is appraised and that uh, the schedule slippage is communicated horizontally and vertically and that the project schedule is updated to accommodate the new reality. So still you are uh, you're, you're responsible to yourself to, to manage this activity. And I know probably listeners out there might be hearing this and say, well, okay, yeah, program teams, that's what they're there for. And if they're not doing that, they're not doing their job. Um, but, you know, one of the things I think we, we try to emphasize a lot here on this podcast is not just an academic approach to thing, but reality and, and what's practical and what's, what, happens day to day, honestly. And the reality is, I don't think I've ever been on a program or a project where I haven't had to do some active management of my dependencies. Um, not because I don't have good program or project managers. It, it's because you, you, A, having shared responsibility and a vested interest, um, you have to identify first who you're, you know, that this other team or individual is a partner. Um, even, even if it's implied, like, can you know keeping that sync regular just to touch base or just to even see what they're doing um you know sometimes demos are important because they may be off doing something that uh even if even if they're actively doing something may not align with what you need and you know it's very important especially for development teams to uh, work closely together throughout the process and iterate and so from that angle you you need to you know be active and not passive um, but I think the other side is if you just kind of work in a bubble and expect program to do everything, um, you, they're ultimately gonna they're ultimately gonna be late, right? Because their goal is to look very high level, and even though they might have those dependencies mapped on a Gantt chart or other things, and and they're probably checking in once a week, if you're not doing some of the groundwork to keep that engine moving, um, the ultimate program is gonna fail. So I think it's it's a it's really a a two-way street in you have to rely on good program management to keep you know to kind of put the gears in place but it's it's really up to you uh, as a as a uh, entity with the stakeholder responsibility for something to uh, oil those gears and keep them moving um, so really good call out there that um, you know a methodical way for going about it especially when things aren't working you know academically right in the way you would expect so Slava, we covered how to manage our project dependencies effectively. What else can you recommend to our listeners to make sure their projects are ultimately successful? Yes, uh, it's a good question. I would say uh, be a good dependency. Know who depends on your work. Uh, keep your partners who depend on your work appraised of your status through regular status updates. 
inform them about your own uh, scheduled slippage if it happens and make sure that you inform them in timely fashion and uh, make sure that uh, the project schedules are up to date and reflect the reality. Well, very succinctly said. So, Slava, can you now give our list a checklist to help them start practicing effective project dependency management tomorrow? Yes. The effective dependency management is active dependency management. It consists of the following management behaviors. Know your dependencies, check in with your dependencies regularly, manage scheduled slippage of your dependencies actively, build relationships with your partners through one-on-ones, and be a good dependency. Thank you, Slava, as always. This was great stuff. Thank you, Adam. Uh, more good stuff is coming. And I would like to encourage our listeners to share this podcast with their peers, because we believe that better managers will help to build a better world. As always, we can be reached on the web at uh, www.effectiveem.com or over email at contact at effectiveem.com.